Hey everybody, welcome back to This Is Gonna Hurt, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. That's what's up. Podcast for the 5th edition, gonna hurt you. Yeah. Dungeons & We are five guys on Long Island, and we play Dungeons & Dragons. And we sometimes eat five guys. For funsies. How do we ever have together? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. we have either. I definitely have with all of you guys. Individually, maybe. No. <laughs> so, my that, name is Owen. Happened. I'm the DM. And joining me in this homebrewed adventure is Alex, Craig, Jeremy, Steven. This is like two weeks in a row that Alex has just been drawing while things are going on. Yes. All right. Uh, It looks really cool. It does. You'll see it, viewers. Yeah. It looks pretty fantastic. Listeners. Well, technically viewers at that point. Not yet, but someday. Oh, that's true. They view with their ear holes. So before I... You're so distracted this week. It's all good. I love you all. Sort of. Um, Listeners, I'm still a little bit sick. It's, uh, It's lasted the whole week. That sucks. But I'm doing a lot better. Thanks for your nice... Tweets. (laughs) (laughs) Tweets. <laughs> <laughs> so before I recap what happened last time, and then we jump into tonight's episode, I'm going to turn it over to Steve. He's going to tell you where you can find us. Long Island. Got him. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's All right, not wrong. Cool. But you can find us at this is going to hurt dnd.com. From there, you'll be able to find basically everything else we do. I believe there's links to our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter, which are gonna hurt D&D if you're just kind of like in the app and you don't want to go to our website and you just want to search for us so you can add us and follow us and see cool updates that we do and stuff like that I don't know that's that's everything really I mean you can email us at this is gonna hurt info at gmail.com or this is gonna hurt DM at gmail.com the DM one goes to Owen we don't see that the info one comes to us everybody sees that I don't know what else is there I think I covered everything right so we're gonna keep doing giveaways and stuff like that we're going to keep pulling from iTunes reviews for the winners. So if you do want to be in the running for a future giveaway, whenever we announce one, iTunes reviews are the ways to get involved there. Could be one star, could be five stars, could be two, three, or four stars. I think those are all the stars you could do. You just got to make sure you actually leave a review because if it just do like the rating, you don't say anything, we can't see that you're there, so you won't get counted. Say hello. Yeah, just say hi. Or Aww. say we stink. Please don't, but I mean, <laughs> if you think that, that's cool. <laughs> But I'm confused as to how you got to season three. But that's a whole other thing. All right. (laughs) Anyway, back to you, Owen. Whoa! So, (laughs) Alex is really ready to go. I'm so distracted just by your shirt and your belly button. (laughs) Wait! I'm sorry, guys. I've I've just been staring at your belly button. There's Slim Fit, and then there's whatever this is. (laughs) No, I've been getting fat. The piercing nipples is. uh, This size shirt fit me better. The piercing nipples is really what's getting me. No, I just I like that it's just the belly button area. Like literally just the belly button's popping out. I'm right there with you, bud. I just I like yeah. the belly button. So let me kick it over to Alex, who can tell you a little bit about what's happening in our store. Hello, listeners. If you like to put things on and around your body <laughs> that have our logo on. Tell me more. You can find those things. Oh my god. At our spreadshirt and Amazon stores. You can link to those. From our website, from the cool stuff page. And uh, yeah, we got sweatshirts, we got tote bags, got mugs and buttons. They don't have cell phone uh, grippy holdy things anymore, um, but we do have shirts. And we do have a special shirt. What? Just came out! Yeah, special shirt. It's got some like kind of like 
minimal design versions of the original four Goblins blue shirts. It's really cool. That shirt is designed by our resident free artist, and you can follow her at Marissa C with four E's. Four E's. Four E's. And, and one S. And one S. And one R. This is really confusing. Marissa C. So, M-A-R-I-S-A-C-E-E-E-E. On Instagram. That's all of our merchandise right now. That's our merchandise right now. You've got a lot of options. So options, yeah, it's, options. Yeah, options galore. So look into it. Get it on or around Money. your body. Money. And uh, let's roll some dice. Let's yeah. roll some diggity dice. So last time on This Is Gonna Hurt, not that much happened. They went shopping. Perfidulo bought a sword. Yes. Pretty discounted. Maybe. I don't know. That's true. Actually, you don't know yet that it's just a sword. Um, <laughs> he also received a strange missive from... He doesn't know. He's gonna die. And the other guys, they talked a little bit, and then they talked some more. Windar managed to make some amends with Hawk, the Rakra uh, member of the Super Shifter Beast Squadron, who Windar had wronged by doing some wrong things with the wrong woman. He didn't know, in fairness to Windar, he did ruin a life, though. How'd I feel like he also didn't life. ask, though. I mean, look, if you're in a committed relationship, that should be the first thing on your mind. Like, look, yeah. I shouldn't we're, do that. This, this doesn't have to become Morality. a forum of, like, who's to blame? Because uh, It's going to be my fault it's anyway. Windar. There's, there's, that's, that's like an ethics decision. <laughs> Test is on Wednesday. We're not really going there right now. Join us for our other podcast, Ethics in a Troon. <laughs> so right before we ended Yitty. last time, Perfidulo left behind Gopher, mm-hmm. and he went to Fighter Block D, where he found a regular-looking hallway with regular-looking doors, and at the end of it, a not-so-regular door that opened eerily with these dark clouds of unknown... Oh. Ah, behind. So, what will happen? Will Dira's fight ever take place? Never! This time, on this is gonna hurt. So, Steve. Yes. You would probably really like it if we started with Perfidulo. Yeah, let's do it right now. So, I walked into the door, right? You would love it. Yeah. So, I walked to the door. Lucky for you, that's where we're going to start. Oh, cool. I went to the door. So, Perfidulo. Yep. You pass through this bluish gray smoke. Sure. And it, it's, it's gone in an instant. And you find yourself in a round chamber. The architecture of which does not match the caverns of the stadium where, you, where you've been staying the past couple of days. Right. The floor is hardwood planks. The walls 
are kind of like a white, almost like a plastery material. There are no windows. Okay. For, for the record, these are not the first things you notice, but these are just things that you will notice. Right. There is a, it's a desk, but it's not really a desk. It's really just a table. It's, it's more seems like a desk considering that behind it is a chair and there's a person sitting in it. It's really just a table. Okay. Kind of on the other side of that person is a, a chair facing towards them. Is, is the person that's sitting at the table, they're facing me or is they're back to me? <laughs> they're facing you. Okay. Do yeah. I recognize them? So you walk in and you see this person. You yeah. don't recognize them. Okay. This is what you see. The person has pointed elf ears, has kind of light brown hair that's, you know, pretty short, has a pretty full bushy beard. They're wearing, it's kind of a cross between like robes and a jacket. Okay. It made of kind of like a silky material in kind of this pastel aquamarine kind of seafoam color with gold filigree throughout. Yeah. He has glasses that have round lenses. Has kind of like leather, kind of like black leather pants that you see under the table, because again, it's not really a desk. Right. Black leather boots that, they're not like quite knee-high boots, but they're, they go up a considerable amount of the leg. Other than this person, you see two things of note in this okay. room. The first is a staff that's laying on the wall behind him. The wood is kind of dark, and then maybe like halfway up the shaft of the staff it almost looks as if the wood is burnt a little bit. And the top is wrapped in linens. Love Craig's face. Craig listens to the show. I remember this. On the table is a black, like pretty stereotypical witch's hat. That is what you see. And he's, and he's kind of got both his... Elbows on the table and just right. his hands together underneath his chin. He's got a, kind of a casual smile on his face. So am I to assume you sent the birds? Uh-huh. You have me at an advantage. You know my name, but I don't know yours. That's true. May I have it? I could tell it to you. It wouldn't help you much. I'd still just like to know how to address you. Sure. My name is, and you, you hear the name enter your head, and you begin to kind of search for like, have I heard that name? Wait, what did he say it was again? Oh, crap. What was it? Nah. Hmm. Weird. Huh. Why did you reach out to me? You just... Seem like the only one of the five who may have listened. Well, I'm listening. Come sit down. Very well. Why are we so skeptical? He would pull the chair back and sit down in it and kind of like push it in a little bit, but enough that like he would still be able to stand up quickly if he needed to. Okay. And when you sit down, you're actually close enough to the hat mm -hmm. that you see there's kind of a uh, similar aquamarine uh, band of fabric. It kind of goes around where the pointy part of the hat meets the brim. Okay. 
There is a gray, almost stone-looking medallion, which is octagonal. I'm going to describe this very carefully. I want you to imagine just a solid gray octagon. Okay? Okay. Perfectly gray. Sure. Inside of it, imagine another octagon, like a line. Okay? So, other than the line, the rest of it is gray. Okay? But the line, (coughs) the line is multicolored. Each of the eight segments of the octagon is a different color. The colors that you see are black, white, red, yellow, blue, green, purple, and orange. Inside of that octagon, in aquamarine, is the symbol of the 12 hands of the monarchy. That makes sense. Just as a recap, symbol of the 12 hands is a circle, like a central circle, right? typically in the color that corresponds with that member of the 12, with a kind of like a line going up in the cardinal directions. And at the end of each one of those lines, a circle, the color usually um, kind of like an empty circle, like rings. Right. At each of those ends of the cardinal okay. directions. Cool. I do remember that. Cool. So I take that in, and would I know of any significance? Like, would I be aware of a hat or something like this that like would be a signifier of maybe the leader of the twelve? You can roll a history check. An eleven. Yeah. Nothing pops in your head. Okay. You're, you're thinking about the leader of the Twelve. I mean, you you know that Novin Tassaro has been the leader of the Twelve since it's. And I know this is not him from creation. my creation understanding. Or um, no, you've you've heard of Novin as kind of a a wizened old, right. bald wizard. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So I would take that in and wait for the guy to start talking at me. So I have to confess, you're. An intriguing one. I wasn't expecting you, per se. I mean, when we first met the Brimley character, I mean, who could have guessed, right, that he'd meet some girl and he'd fall in love and he'd get her pregnant and propose and the whole thing. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little curious to see how you kind of fit into the narrative of the story, but I'm pretty patient. So I'm just, I just wanted to talk. I don't understand a lot of what you just said. I don't, a narrative? I, yeah, like life. Okay. It's not that complicated. Why are you interested? I don't know. Okay. Interesting stuff. What can I do for you? That's a good one. Um, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So, I don't know. What kind of person are you? What are your hopes and dreams? Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> this is like a first date. Yeah. <laughs> Swipe right on Perfidula. Um, I'm not asking for your life story. I'm just- honestly, I'd like to be the best version of me possible. 
You want to live your best life. Yeah. Let's go with that. Hmm. You seem like you might have an idea based on the message you sent me. Mm-hmm. So more of that. Got it. Why though? To what end? Just to it gets be old fast. Well, I'd like to experience it myself. That's fair. I get that. So, I don't know. If a troon was in danger on like a cosmic level. Sure. Does that matter at all? Or Wouldn't be super helpful to have all this money and power if I didn't have anywhere to use it. That's fair. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of things the Goblin Solutions have not told you. But I'm, I get that. I'm along for as long as it's beneficial to myself. Okay. That's fair. Is there any specific reason he smiles. that you called me here? Yeah. So, within your immediate midst, there's at least one person. Immediate might be a little bit of exaggeration. But for me, it's pretty immediate. But that's like a space-time thing. Anyway, there's at least one person that they know, not you so much, mm-hmm. that isn't being completely forthright with them. And up until this point, I was kind of just going to let the story go where it was going to go. But I don't know. I'm worried. It se- the ending seemed really certain to me, and now I'm like starting to get nervous that it's not really going to end in a satisfying way. I just have to stop you for a second. I don't know what it is about this group of people and the people around them. They're all very vague and they beat around the bush. Totally. Any chance you could just tell me what you mean? Yes. That's where the, what do I want though? Okay. So you got no stake in the game. You're not, your destiny is not spectacular. It's, it's good, but it's not, it's not great. So a little messed up. You know what? Um, it is what it is. So I will say that it could be great. It would just, the, the, the threads of destiny as it were, would just need pruning and I can help you there. Because I also want to help them. But destiny is a fickle thing. I can't explain it too much. Your brain might melt out of your ears. Sure. Hence the favor. I'm a bit of an anomaly. I'm getting that. And it's been a really long time since I've even considered taking someone on, and he gestures towards you, as an apprentice, as it were. Someone who I could pass along centuries of knowledge, centuries of wisdom, centuries of unsurmountable magical power. And I think I found my candidate. Well, that all sounds nice, but what's the catch? Well, it depends on how loyal you are to the Goblin Splishers. Somewhere in this world right now, 
exists another anomaly. He's half gnome, half Ganassi. Oh my God. Got him! And I think that he would be the perfect candidate to become my apprentice. I'm confused. Didn't you just say that I would be your apprentice? Oh, no, no. You're much too weak to be my apprentice. Whoa. Oh, damn. Got him. <laughs> Shots fired. Perfect dude. I'm more like Weenie Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Weenie Hunt Junior. <laughs> That's great. Wow. Wow. Got him. Wow. Sorry, everyone. I have to ask what's in this for me. Well, so it's a combination of a couple of things. One, it's possible that the goblin spoochers don't lose and that, you know, the world doesn't end. Which, I mean, doesn't affect me here or there, but it's a better story, I think, if they win. I think the other. Listeners would be a little, you know, peeved if uh, in the end, after all this time of kind of witnessing their adventures and all of this stuff that they actually lost in the end, I think that would be just hyper disappointing. Beyond that, I mean, I don't know. How, how do you think I know that fame and riches and power gets boring? I mean, I have an unlimited supply of it. So are you willing to part with any of that? Sure. That's easy. Okay. But what do you need for me? For right now, I, I probably, I sound more prideful than I, than I mean to. It's, it's actually not super easy to watch the Goblin Spoochers. I do happen to have a little bit from each of them. The mom too. So I've basically been having to watch the baby from the parent's point of view. So it'd be really, really helpful to me if I had something of the babies. Just like a lock of hair or an article of clothing that it has. That's really it all of right now. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to raise the baby as my own. Okay. So say so, I get you this lock of hair. What exactly do I get in return? No, no, no. What do you want? What's the currency in your world? Um, Is it still monarchs? Yes. 100,000? 200,000? 300,000? 100 million dollars. All for a lock of hair. Mm-hmm. Let's go with five. Sure. Five marks. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Too much of a good thing. Three. There's an expression about something spoiling the pot, but it's been out of fashion for, I don't know, a couple centuries. Or maybe it won't come um, into fashion for a couple centuries. He mm. can't tell which timeline it is anymore. How do I find you if I am to complete this? I... You're going to do this again, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's a catch. Of course. You cannot tell the Goblin Spoochers that we spoke. Yeah. That, Even Windar. That makes sense. I doubt he'd remember me anyway. But cannot tell the Goblin Spoochers. All right. Um, so are we done here? Sure. Before I go... Mm-hmm. Can you read this on the sword? <laughs> sure. What does it say? Flame tongue. 
That's it? Yeah. Okay. I might see you again. Okay. He's going to get up and walk out. Oh. And if you see Dira, tell her an old friend says good luck in the big fight. Okay. Also, don't. Now, nah, Windar won't understand. It's fine. Good. It's, we're good. Okay. And Perfidil's going to head out of there. Okay. Okay. So when the door closes, it stays there. It doesn't disappear. He's going to just open it real quick and stick his head in. See if it's different. It's the same. Something else? Nope. Just wanted to check this out. Okay. <laughs> Again. Bye. I close the door and walk back to the arena. Okay. You get about like 20 feet from the door yeah. and it opens. A bird comes out. And it closes. And then it fades. I'm going to be like, when I when it opens, I'm going to like look around and see if like a bird came out or anything like that. Roll a perception check. Aww. So I'm going to say if I, if I move the die a little bit, it would be a 19. <laughs> Good to know. Four. But if I leave it where it is, it's a three. Got it. You don't see any birds. Cool. All right. You do hear like 15 feet in front of you. Yeah. Remember, don't tell them that you saw me. Okay. Yeah, he's going to head back to the arena. With a lot of thoughts in his head. Good. Yo, it's his mortal form. So many conspiracies. <laughs> I think I know who it is. And like, this is just me thinking I know what the right answer is. Don't say it because then it won't be right. I know. <laughs> so, Windar, Korath, Junza. Hey. That's my name. You are walking down the street looking for a potion store. Can I, do, can I send Tadira really quick? Because I just remembered at that point. As we're like walking, like, oh, oh, um, hold on a minute. And he, you know, dials her up. Equipment. Hey, hi, Dira. Um, sorry to um, <laughs> speak so abruptly, but. Good luck tomorrow. Um, if this crap, I lost count. Good luck tomorrow. And he probably runs out of words, so he puts another quarter in. If you're around, maybe I could see you before your fight tonight and then tomorrow. And yeah, if not, good luck, and I'll see you tomorrow. You hear in your head, Windar, Yikes. of the Cathesis's, the Cathesi. There's no defending this thesis. You hear, Windar, you should not have come all this way for me. But as you are here, feel free to stop by. Crap, I don't know if he has any more quarters. He ran out of quarters. <laughs> he doesn't know where she is. He just like freezes. Oh, So this is all happening on your back, Korath? Are you okay? No, dude told me I could go see her, but I don't know where she is and I ran out of magic. I can't respond. I'm irresponsible. <laughs> Korath then flies <laughs> with you on my shoulders. Where, where are you going? <laughs> 100 feet in the air. It's like, do you see her? <laughs> I don't know. Fly 100 feet in the air? Yeah. You reach the ceiling of this cavern. Oh. oh I thought we were outside. Oh, no. We're, no at this point, you've, you've entered... Cool. Uh, so the under we're the like mountain. in the middle of this underground cool. area. And we're looking around for like something that looks like... What are you guys doing? The 12. 
Like, if, is there a tower of the 12 underneath this city? Not where you are. Korath, what are you doing? Oh, way. Where would she be? I don't know. Come back. I don't know anything here. Come back down here. <laughs> <laughs> Junta looks so tiny. He, Junta waves. <laughs> Window waves back. Come back. Korath waves as well. <laughs> She, well, where where would where would she be? Would she be like? What are you looking for? Like, I mean, <laughs> probably somewhere where the important people are. Okay, we gotta find out Something. where the important people are. Okay, um, what? let's let's ask someone. Let's find a guard. Uh, we go back down. Windows, like, if he can, he's playing like an intense song as you're just like flying through the air. Because come on, cape of blowing. Cape you just like. On his on his veal. Cape of blowing. Cape cape of cape of billowing. Cape of blowing. Oh, cape of blowing. Got it. Cape of. <laughs> nope, it's the cape of blowing now. <laughs> Sounds like a lovely location. Uh, the cape. We're going to the cape. <laughs> hey, I think I see someone down there, but we can't lose Junta. We go down to Junta, and then we tra- we track down a guard. You find one. Hi. Is uh, it dwarf? Surprise, surprise. Hi. Um, do you know where uh, Dira Haytham might be staying? Or like, where, yeah. Dira Haytham. Who Dira Haytham? One of the 12 hands of the monarchy. She's fighting tomorrow against... Oh, yes. 12 hands of monarchy. Um, probably in tower. Where's the tower? On the fourth level. What level is this? This is third level. Oh. Okay. Um, it is in full bloom ward. Full bloom ward. Full bloom. Cool. Like okay. flower. Okay. Uh, let's go to the fourth level. Cool. Level up. We're Sorry. leveling up. Hey, do you know where we could find maybe like an alchemy shop? Oh, yeah. Like potions and stuff? Um, in this level. We could go see Deer first. I just want to know. I got this toe in a bottle. And I don't know what it does. I wish you put that, that is away. disgusting. Yeah, we should put that away. I've had it for over a year. Yeah. There is... There is potion maker. She a real weirdo. It was over that way. I do not remember name. Okay. I mean, since we're here, maybe we go there first. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's fine. To the potion maker. Let's go. Thank yeah. you. Okay. I put Windar down because he probably can't go. Th- I, like if I, he's on my shoulders, it probably would be like challenging to get through doors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think I, I think I'm sober enough, maybe. I'm still I feel okay. I'm loose. I didn't feel as nervous talking to her. No, it's a lie. So you find So so again, each of the kind of under mountain portions of the city have been kind of carved out. Most of the buildings were carved out in the process, so they're actually hewn from the stone itself. It's not every single one. Some were added or have been added to. And you find this similar structure hewn into the stone. Uh, there is all this like moss growing up the side. It is kind of at the end of an alley. There are a bunch of barrels outside that smell really, really rancid. Ooh. The sign hanging over the door says Florist Gump. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm offended. I like awesome. it. Awesome. <laughs> He's the owner of the shop, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I go in. We're going to make shrimp together. (laughs) With my toe in a bottle (laughs) in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Just a toe. Man with a mission. It's a toenail. Oh, that's significantly different than a toe. It's a fingernail, actually. It could be a toenail. Korath is thinking it's a toenail. Oh, wait. Never mind. I don't have that one. <laughs> that one, I think, if you have it, it's in the portable hole. But again, I do we not might remember. Have that one. Potion of toenail. Guys, so, it smells so bad. You open the door and it gets so much worse. <gasps> what do you think's happening in here? Uh, decomposition. Hello? Hi. Hey. So inside is this this basic, you know the um the form that the um the evil queen takes in Snow White when she's going to go feed Snow White the poison apple? Mm-hmm. That's that's who you see on the inside. Oh cool. A celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hello. Hi. Do you know what this is? I thought it was a toenail, but it's actually like these like beads of glowing bubbling blood. Mm. She takes it from you. Windor, she looks scary. Mm, consultation will cost you two gold pieces. Yep. What, to identify it? Okay. I mean, ten gold pieces. Wait, but you said two. I f- forgot. I mean, I'll just drink it later. Oh, but, okay. Do you have anything l- that looks like this? She looks around. Forgot that we're recording. I can't use my body. Uh, she looks around and goes, nothing like that now. Nope. No. Uh, what other potions do you have? Mm, quite a few, quite a few. Let me. I have a turtle friend. Uh, turtle friend. Mm. Hey. And a. <laughs> I'm kidding. And a dragonborn. I'm kidding. You're not as weird as him. Mr. Turtle I mean, friend. Oh, he's cool. Um, if I were to, and she yeah. reaches her hand slowly under I the desk. I don't understand what you're saying. And she pulls out a bag, and she puts it down on the table. If I were to give you a hundred platinum in advance, when you die... Could I perhaps possess your shell? Um, are you going to actively seek out my death? Depends on how long it takes. Not worth um, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Mm. Had to try. I mean, you came on a little strong. Can't lie. What is? I'm sorry, but what is causing this strong odor within oh. here? Well, that one's my late husband. She points to an urn, I which mean, has like this like beautiful flower growing out of it. That one's my late late husband. She points to another one, different beautiful flower. Are you turning them into soup? My late, late, late husband? I could go on, but there's quite a few jars. I'm sorry you've been through some, you've experienced so much loss. Um, It's good fertilizer. Fair enough. Um, Junta, uh, what did you need from the, from this, 
Oh, I was just looking to see if we, you had maybe any potions that could help us in uh, uh, combat situations or maybe um, in social interactions or... I mean, that's alcohol. I don't really drink that stuff. Uh, good point. Seltzer. Tastes like crap, actually. No, it's not a good idea. Yeah, so do you... Well, it depends. How much are you willing to spend? Well, I guess it depends on how much your potions cost. Hmm. Are you a... Hey, do you know that tournament that just happened? No, uh-huh. don't do it. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do what? Don't tell her. Don't tell her what? Nothing. Don't do it. Just let me talk to her. Wait, what was I going to say? I don't know. You were, you were saying something about how you wanted to get big. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I have this necklace. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I'm just looking at the necklace. <laughs> Wind- Windar like puts his arm around Korath's back and he's like, "Come, let's 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 take a look around." And you know, just to keep. Are it. there any oddities? I mean, it's mostly dead people. It's mostly fungus and flowers and stuff on the inside. Okay. It's much more of a workshop than it is a display shop. Okay, but. When you ask how much things are, she goes underneath the desk, and you hear some metal clicking, you hear some sliding, and she pulls two potions up. The first is a amber liquid, which inside you see floating a scorpion's tail, an adder's fang, a dead spider, and a tiny little heart that, despite all reason, is still from within the medium-sized vial. And I thought my imaginary toe bottle was gross. When you drink that, are you supposed to drink everything? And then the other one is a clear gelatinous oily liquid that has ultra thin silver shards that kind of it's almost like um you ever seen like the the like the water marbles yeah where it's like looks like water yeah but then you like pull them out and they like take form it's not really how it works but it's it's kind of like that where it looks like this but then as it kind of shapes shakes like the water kind of like takes on these jagged silver shards and she says this is in the realm of hmm, 40 60,000 gold pieces but my well can you the product is good um very very good may i persuade her to tell us what they do you can roll a persuasion check um well okay those look interesting but for that kind of money we would like to know what we're looking at Oh dear. 20. She just slides them forward to you, turns them so that you can just read the labels. Oh, cool. Thanks. Reading's helpful. What do they say? So the 
first one, the one that had was amber with all of the really gross things floating around in it. It says potion of longevity. Hmm. And then the silvery one says oil of sharpness. So, so we can live longer and it'll be, well, painful to touch us, I suppose, right? Want to be an informed consumer. That's all. What do they do? Do you know what they do? Your lizard-like friend. Got it pretty much, right? Thank you. Cool. Yeah, so one lets us live a bit longer, and the other one makes us sharp. And they're both in the same price range? Mm-hmm. How much longer for the longevity? Wait, was there two bottles or just three bottles? Two. Two. Two? Hmm. How many thousand? She said 40 to 60. But this is the good stuff. If it's out of your price range and she takes it, she puts it away. We have other wares as well. Um, and she pulls out she pulls out a vial that has a toenail <gasps> suspended in it. That's potion of foot. She pulls out a pretty much empty looking vial. Except she gives it a quick little shake and it like this cloud on the inside kind of kicks up. And then it just kind of vanishes, and she puts it on the table. I hope those have labels, too. Mm-hmm. Turns it towards you. Thank you. One is a potion of gaseous form. <gasps> and the other is a potion of giant strength. A potion of fire giant strength. Ooh, how much for those? Which, Korath, I think you would know enough about giants to know that they're, they're pretty, pretty up there. As far as the ordining goes, and yeah, he knows the giant. Ordinary. He's on the ranks. He's on the bottom. He's giant <coughs> kin, technically. He's darn tootin, darn tootin, Putin. <laughs> Leave him out of this. <laughs> Where is he? He's always somewhere. <laughs> so, you know that if it's you know fire giant strength, that's pretty strong. How much is that? This is in the. Did you acquire that toenail? Oh, no, no, no. It was brought to me by an adventurer. Sad news about the rest of his party, though. Hmm. That's unfortunate. So did you get, like, a bunch of toenails? Did you make, like, a bunch of those from that? Mm-hmm. How much are they? Hmm. For this one, demand 5,500. Can I... What if I trade you this... This one... Can we take some money off the top? Call it 5,000. 4500? Actually, wait, what was yours again? It's a potion of of growth. How much is that worth anyway? It's not worth much. (laughs) What did you say it was? Potion of growth. It's uncommon. Oh, yeah, so 500. Yeah. Uh, He's going to try and haggle her down. He's going to lay on the charm. Go for it. Is there any way to make that? 500 less. You got to do a little better than that. I mean, I... If you, I, want, if you want to roll a perception I've always check. wanted to... I've always wanted to be, like, really, really strong. And, like, I, I feel like I've reached a cap. And I'm, like, really... I really want it. <laughs> what, what my incredibly buff friend is trying to say <laughs> is... He may I take over? The, may I take the persuasion over on this one? <laughs> or, or did I don't you think already, he can. 
I mean, you can, you can, it's Dungeons and Dragons, so you can do whatever you want. Okay. Well, with your approval, though. Well, I mean, huh? you, you don't get to roll until he tells you to roll. Right okay. You could roll. <laughs> Go, yeah. Okay. Roll that persuasion check. What, what my, what our incredibly buff friend is trying to tell, tell, uh, say is he feels like he's hit, he's hit his limit and he wants to become obviously stronger. And I'm not sure if you, well, there's a song about a gentleman named Korath. And he's trying to live up to that kind of reputation. He wants to be that kind of legend status. And any kind of help he could to get to that point would be greatly appreciated. What ingredients do you want? 37. That's pretty good. I'm not actually in the market for ingredients right now. But how do you make these potions? Planning on actually going on a little trip. To where? Altwick. Does the name ring a bell? Mm -hmm. It's like the Las Vegas of a trim. Yeah. Is that where you acquire your raw materials? Mm, occasionally. But my son works there, so it's more of a holiday. Very nice. Well, you remind me of him, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Is he a Goliath, too? It was terrible giving birth to him. Did, did, how, how... How many, how many things was he able to carry on his cub sled? Hmm. I do remember my late husband telling me something about cub sleds. He didn't live long enough to actually teach the boy anything, but... I have a friend that just had a baby, and like I'm afraid he's not going to do the proper job of like, like having the baby like build up strength. Because he's like a bit of a bookworm. He's a nerd. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, Korath, that's not nice. It's true. No, if, right. if I come across any exotic ingredients, I'll be sure to come back here and bring them to you. We've been to some weird places. You have my word. 4,500 it is. She slides it towards you. Korath takes 4,500 <laughs> and like just like rifling in the, the bag of gold. Mm-hmm. Is it, it's mostly platinum. It's, plat it's mostly platinum, yeah. Okay, so like I guess I... Still takes forever. Yeah, and like I, I get the stack of platinum and I just s slide her the stack of platinum. Okay. It's like 400 platinum pieces. Yeah. For oh, happy day. 450 platinum pieces, Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So... Junt, are you looking for anything? And I take the bottle um, and I sniff it. And then I like pull the cork out and I like touch the cork to my tongue. Is it hot? It, it burns a little bit. It's like, guys, it's like spicy peppers. I like spicy. Mixed with foot. I don't like hot feet. Sweaty, sweaty spicy feet. I've had my feet almost burned off. It's not fun. You, you have anything that might be able to, like, stop people from following us? Maybe, like, cover our tracks or something. Oh, I do. I do. My time in the Fey. She pulls a drawer open, and there's essentially like maybe like a hundred tea bag sized packets. Oh, I mean they're five hundred gold pieces a piece. But you guys think this would be useful? Well, it's like a disappearing potion, essentially, or like a potion of warding. I'd well, I think you throw the dust in the air. 
and like you disappear. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, that sounds really useful. Five hundred gold to lot. Again, I hate to I hate to be the, the mouthpiece and just chew your ear off, but in our in our search to find exotic ingredients for you in our travels, we do have some nefarious characters who are they don't have our well being in mind. Again, if you could help us out a little bit, we'll be sure to come back with a with decent. Let, let me save you the trouble. Thank you. There's still five hundred gold. <laughs> I mean, worth a shot, right? Parroting what you said before. I have to keep my doors open. I understand. Lights on. Well, not literally, because I'm going on vacation. But all right. Um. Well, Junta, I can go in half with you if you want. Well, I mean, it. It's for all of us, so. Yeah, how do you can you tell me how many people it would affect by chance? Hmm. Depends on how many people are sticking close to you. Could probably get I don't know, somewhere between five and eight people. That seems pretty good. Yeah, so maybe we just buy two? Well, I don't have that much on me. I do. I can get you it. definitely do. <laughs> Uh, no, on me? No. All right, I'll, I'll buy it, two of them. Portable holes with Lorthamar. Yep. Yeah, but he didn't, he, he didn't take his cut of the, of the winnings? I left it in there. Nobody took their cut of the winnings. Oh. Only Perfidula. Except him, yeah. Except Perfidula. <laughs> um, I, had, oh. I had gold on me. Junta, yeah. um, take 250 from so me now. I'll give you 250 later. With the other gold that you had. So just take it out oh, from my gold. cut. If you had other gold, I'm hoping... <laughs> I thought we took. I thought everyone took their cut of the win. No, last I heard, you put the chest in the bag of holding the um, portable hole until you could figure out how to divvy it up. Oh, I was assuming that. All right, we'll, we'll let it slide because I don't want to retcon anything. I bought. I bought two. Okay, gives you the packets. Give the gold. All right. Um, I think that's all I'm looking for. Do you? Do you think you? We need potions of healing, guys. You're not going to inspect okay? the packets. Her logo's on the packets. They're also on the potion bottle, but those are pretty small. The packets, it's a lot bigger. Okay. It's, I, a, it's, like, it's like a dead shrimp with a flower coming out of it. Cool. Wow. Ew. <laughs> Forest grump. <laughs> Forest gump. <laughs> Alright, um, I think that's, that's all name, I need. Nobody asked. Do you, do you guys think we need healing potions gump. or no? I'm, I'm good. I think we're okay, right? Yep. Yeah, we're good. All right, all right, thank you. Um, what's your name again? What else would it be? Florist? Guessing. Good guess. Cool. I oh, hope you yeah. have fun on your trip. Indeed. Safe travels, and we'll be back with ingredients for you. All right. Bye. Okay, and then when... Winner- yep, and then Winner just runs out the door. Okay. Korath flies out the door. Dira, Dira, Dira. <laughs> Perfidulo. Dira, Dira, Dira. <laughs> Yes. Do you do anything special? When I get back to the arena, mm-hmm. I'm going to hold my sword in front of me mm-hmm. and yell, Flame Chung! Nothing happens. That's what I thought. I have to learn how to say it in Primordial. And you might just need to attune to it. <laughs> I sit there and attune to it. <laughs> just in the middle Man, of the arena. Man, nerd. <laughs> what a weenie. So you spend about an hour just oh, kind of like my stuff. confused with this sword. Yeah. And then after about an hour of holding it in your hands, you feel this kind of like warmth 
in your hands. And you realize it's and just your yell, body. And then I yell, flame tongue! And whoosh, the blade ignites. And Gopher goes, ah! I put it out. I don't want to scare Fire my girlfriend. <laughs> the blade. I'll help you, master. He comes over with a bucket of water. <laughs> and the runes wash off. <laughs> Disenchanted forever. So, uh. You fool! Yeah. Cool. So, that's all three of my attunement slots. That's all, that's that's what's happening. Anything else? What do you do after that? Um, is it like late? In, it's pretty late, right? Like it's, we did. It's late now. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm gonna rest and get my spell slots back. It's like nine o'clock. I'm right, ready for this sleep. tournament tomorrow. I'm. I want to watch All it. Right. See what happens. So it's like you guys leave the cavern portion of the third level, and it's so. So when you as you leave that area, you you walk up an incline, which brings you to the out outer. Uh, area of the third level, which is where the arena is located. So that's where you find yourself. It is pretty dark out. Is that time? It's like eight, nine o'clock, yeah. But we're like, are we actually topside now? Yeah, you're outside. Wow, cool. Wait, so the tournament, was the tournament, the tournament was in one of the lower levels or it was topside as well? Third level, outside. I thought we were on the fourth level. No, we have, we're you going were on to the, the third level underground. Yeah, underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you move to the outside of the third level. Oh, right. Then you would progress into the fourth level underground. And then you would progress to the fourth level outside. Is there like a wall we can see like a window or something like that on the upper level? What? Is there we like, see a tower. Yeah, do we see a tower with a window or whatever? If you were to actually go to like the edge edge of what's essentially the terrace mm-hmm. that you would actually be able to see the exact same tower that you saw in Stromals. Oh, cool. Um, Made of marble, tapestry, symbol of the 12, the whole shebang. Um, hmm. All right. Quick vote. Hey, Jenta, how many spell slots you got? Should I do something stupid or should I just, should we just go as a team? All of them. Oh, cool. Nice. Windar spiders up except for his face. Uh, do not- <laughs> I think that's a bad idea. So he does it. <laughs> Can I, should I just walk up the wall? No, I, I don't think you should look, look like you're attempting to break into the Tower of the Twelve. I think you knock on the front door politely because... When are you hear a voice in your head? Playing with fire. You hear a voice in your head. Playing with fire. That says, <laughs> don't listen to this party pooper. What fun is there using doors? I, I'm, and he says... Playing out, with fire. He says out loud, <laughs> I don't know. He's... I do really like her, and I don't want her to... Well, she probably does think I'm an idiot, but I don't want her to hate me. (sighs) Okay, any unspiders? Playing with fire! (laughs) And you hear fading. Party pooper. Oh, shush. And he pulls out his sword of vengeance. Do you hear that, too? There's no response. I'm so... (laughs) He he sheathes it. All right, let's go. It's getting late, and I don't want to... I don't want to be rude and intrude or anything like that. It is getting late. I'm starting to get sleepy. Fair. Let's go. And we ski bop upstairs. All right. We run. We run. You find your way through the underground portion of the fourth level. Then you find your... Jeremy's weird tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We're all weird tonight. (laughs) Just sniff this. (laughs) (laughs) You make your way through the underground portion of level four, and then you find yourself on the upper part, the terrace of level four. 
You find yourselves at a white, familiar tower. Strains his clothes out and does his hair and, you know, flaps his ears or something like that. Smells oh, his breath this? and it smells like butt, probably. He what pre- is this? Um, I, this is the Tower of the Twelve, and this is where I believe Aegis are staying. But also, um, Dira Haytham is up there, too. And I want to say hello and wish her well before her fight tomorrow. Why am I moving my shoulders? Because I'm nervous and scared. Junta, I don't know if you know this. Windar has the hots. For Deera. Really? Deera's standing right behind you. No. I'd be, I'd be so okay with that. You <laughs> would just turn white. Okay. Is it an open door or like a, or like a marble door or something like that? No, they're wood doors. They're closed though. He, he looks for... Are the, are, does that like a symbol of everyone's like... Well, everyone's color, I guess? Or, nope. Oh, just wood doors. Crap. Do you want to borrow my cape? You're outside of the tower. There's one tower. Oh, well, no, because like what, what what I'm envisioning is you're saying like there's doors like that. There's multiple doors like they're everyone's apartments or whatever. And there's one who would knock on the wrong so door. So if you remember from the first time, mm-hmm. there was a tower that you went in the doors and there was a lobby. Oh, okay. And then there were stairs that led up to the upper floors. Yep. Okay. Uh, and he goes in. Do you want to borrow my cape? No, it's okay. Yeah. Look. It looks really cool. So who's going in? It looks better on you. Yeah, it does. I'm, I'll follow you, Windor. Thanks. Okay. You're going to bring these two guys with you to go talk to Deer? I mean, he's... I'm not trying to influence you. I'm just asking. In his mind, it's... He's just... it's. He, he would feel like a dummy if he didn't say hello. More And also because like he was told he'd be a dummy for not doing it. But... He's not expecting anything, and he feels like just going alone might be a bit presumptuous. Okay. That's just him. Got it. Korat's going to stay outside. You're just going to let your friend go in on his own? He's got the hots for Dira. Okay. So, Windsor and Junza. Walk in to the tower. Quora's just gonna sit crisscross applesauce right outside the like kind of off to the side of the door and just like kind of like draw stuff in the dirt. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's really nice in here. It's really nice. Quora didn't like. Um, this hello, here. hello. Oh, there's uh, a person in a whitish tunic with a symbol of the twelve at kind of like a desk. Oh, hi. Um, sorry, I should have knocked. Um, but I my name's um. My name's Windar from the Goblin Spooshers. Um, Aegisar sponsored our team, but I'm here to see Dira, or Junta and I are here to see Dira and say hello. That's right, that's right. You were remarkable. Well, I wasn't. In they, the, in they, the, they, oh, you're too modest. Uh, what, you're too what, kind. What fight did Windar do again? Uh, he, he did the, uh, the asteroids, find the sparrow, or catch the sparrow. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, with the, the rocks and the, the, Jumping for, and that was very impressive. Thank you. You're too kind. I it's not my best performance, unfortunately. The 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 others are they 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 really brought it home. I'm just kind um, of but yes, um Lady Dira did tell us that you might be stopping by, Sebastian. And this, you know, halfling, same um, white tunic, symbol top, uh comes over. Uh, bring him to Dira's room. Thank you very much. And you start going up these flights of stairs. 
you get to, you go up like five flights of stairs. So in each level, there's kind of two doors on each landing. So you go up like four of those. Mm-hmm. And then you reach this kind of last level. Now, as you're reaching that level, one of the doors opens. Kind of the one in the direction that the halfling seems to be leading you in. Mm-hmm. And out of the door emerges this figure who's probably like seven feet tall. He's wearing basically just like a white cloak that has a hood that's pulled up. He is wearing what's basically just a white porcelain mask that has no facial expression features at all. On his back, you see the hilt and handle of a sword. The actual, the guard is made of gold and it's probably like from end to end, it's probably like three feet long. The handle, which is wrapped in cloth, is also probably like two, three feet long. There's this like egg-sized red gem, the pommel. Um, and he kind of closes the door behind him. And as he begins walking past you, he nods. You, Windar, have this like PTSD flashback as it was not uncommon when there would be uh, scuffles between the dragonborns of Quar and the people who believe themselves to be the ruling family of Quar. It wouldn't be uncommon for them to send in these guys to fight as kind of like the elite soldiers. You know, you have uncles who have died at Uh. the blades and spells (laughs) of these figures. Although you cannot quite recall what their name is, you know them to be kind of like the... I don't want to say the human half of Quar because it's not just humans that live there, but the that half of Quar, it's kind of like their twelve hands of the monarchy. He nods and he says, "Well, he says evening." And he nods his head, and as he goes past silently, uh, you do see the blade of the sword. There's not actually a a sheath to it. It's just a it's flat on one side, and it goes up straight on the other side, and then it curves in. Mm-hmm. And it's just black metal. Um, black metal. And he just heads down the stairs. There's like a fine bead of sweat going down. Like, and the halfling knocks on the door that he that he exited from, and it opens. You hear, yes, oh, hello. And Dira Hatham is standing there. Bows. Hi. Thank you for seeing me on such short notice. I'm sorry I couldn't respond. I read out of magic. For the day. Sorry. Um, Please come in. Thank you. And it, the halfling, that was, was that Sebastian? Yes. He says, he thank you, Sebastian. I greatly appreciate your help. My sirs. And he. And. So the interior of Dira, so to remind you that Aegisar's apartment was very like stark, minimalist, 
Norwegian. You're adding new new uh, new descriptors. Uh, <laughs> IKEA. <laughs> IKEA. <laughs> but it was it was Ray very like it was very simple and white, very functional. But uh, well, I think it's beautiful. Hers is like like just color and fabric and scents and pillows and tapestries and just like the Middle East inside of there. And it's pretty dope. Wow. Like as a history nerd, do I just like kind of see like just history all around me essentially? All around. There isn't a lot known about the kind of portion of the world that you've heard that she's come from. It's only been in the past like 20 or so years that there's even been this kind of trade route that's been established between Florup and the West. And then by proxy, some of those kind of big subcontinents in the middle have kind of been able to join in on it. So this is like pretty cool because in your life, you've kind of learned that like there's like a whole, there are like whole other worlds other than Florup. It's fair. And now you're like seeing it almost like firsthand. This, I, like if you lived in a cave and heard all this about Italy and then someone put you in little Italy, you'd be like, oh my God, I'm here. Gotcha. I, it, it, pardon me for stammering and for gawking, but your furnishings are phenomenal. Just, I've, I've heard about the art and the culture far beyond our own our own seaboard and wow so she is this is the first time you've seen her not wearing armor mm-hmm. she even when you partied that night after defeating Aegisar's clone mm-hmm. uh, she was still wearing her armor she's wearing kind of this like very Elegant, like sleeping robe. He's he's very bashful right now. <laughs> um, oh, wh- where where are my manners? Up, oh, this is my friend, companion, Junta. This is dear Hatham, one Ooh. of the twelve hands of the monarchy. Oh, hello! It is a pleasure to meet you, Junta. Shake her hand. She gives almost like a, almost like a curtsy. He's very nice. I agree. I could see why you. Lo- I mean- <laughs> <laughs> and Korath's just playing in the dirt outside. <laughs> so, just to remind the listeners, she's like a she's a dark skinned, beautiful woman with kind of like bleach blonde bleach hair. blonde hair and a thick braid that goes almost down to her waist. Um, her eyes are golden. Those it. <laughs> those are her descriptors. Um, fair. Anyways, I just wanted to say good luck to you. I think you're gonna do great. Um, and I forgot to tell Korath something, so I'm going to go tell him the thing that I forgot to tell him. I will see you later. Yeah, yeah, don't don't worry. Take your time. And I, I all right, dear, good luck. Bye. On the inside, he's like freaking out. <laughs> so, um, so. Yeah. Can I offer you a drink? Um, if, sure, if you don't mind, I don't mean to impose. I, I would, ah, oh, crap. I would have offered some myself, but I. She brings you a, like a kind of like a copper teacup, mm. and there's this kind of sweet cinnamony smell to it. What is this? It smell it smells fantastic, and I'm sure it probably tastes even better. And she starts to sip hers. He does the same. It's it's clearly alcoholic, mm. but it it is it's 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 a very it's like a very thick, robust, 
you know, I don't know, I don't know how to describe triple sec. No, it's 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 more mythical than that. It's like an alcoholic hot chocolate if instead of chocolate it was cinnamon. Oh my god. I don't know, goodness. it's probably not a real thing. So that's but that's what it is. Is that a thing? Is that probably. triple sec? <laughs> no, no, no. Triple, okay. triple sec is, is like this really syrupy, gross. No, 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 no. Liquor. It's it's not good. His, his <laughs> eyes like light up. Like, this, this is just... like if you took out like a like a Thai iced tea and made it alcoholic. And it was hot, like a Thai hot Thai tea that's alcoholic. I'm imagining Kahlua with cinnamon. Right? I guess it's it's kind it of sound, like that and warmed up. Which it I don't, sounds. I mean, I'm, again, it's 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 a fantasy world. People add it to coffee. I so, think that's fair. This is fantastic. Where, where did you where'd you find After this? After you take your sip, you see that she's kind of sitting on almost like that way that ladies sometimes do where their like legs are like sticking out to the side. Oh. The thing the way the, the way that defies uh defies yes. knees yes. and logic. Yeah. It's just like how she's are kind you of not- sitting that way like on a pillow <laughs> in what you imagine is kind of like the the living chamber. The architecture of this room is exactly the same as the Aegisar apartment that you've been in before. It's just decorated completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, Windar like to him, silently to himself to give himself some inspiration. <laughs> Who's not a wiener? He does like like a little. He hums like a little tune like as he's drinking it to you know bar inspiration himself up just to steal his nerves. So he's again not a wiener. Okay, granted. Yeah, but um. Oh jeez! Hold on, give me a minute. I don't know what to say. This is like reflective of real life. I don't ever know what to do. You only had um, two months to prepare. Right? I mean, just kidding, listeners. We play every week. I can. You seem very relaxed considering the uh, the the events coming up. And he, you know, eases himself into his into his seat. You know, it's not the first time I have been challenged. Really? Why would anyone want to challenge you? I mean, come on. Yes, you. I imagine. I mean, I know you'd be. A, you are. A, a formidable fighter, but come on, who would want to? Who would want to honestly fight you to just to fight you? Come on, and he's like, you know, some seeking fame, some seeking position, some seek revenge. Mm. Well, those who are seeking fame, foolhardy revenge, even more foolhardy, and position. I mean, I can understand. However, I think they have a shot. And he's still going. And he, oh God. Yo, she might die tomorrow. I know. The wall rips. You rolling dice or is there something else going on over there? Both. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm taking forever for this. That's cool. I'm not, I'm no, we're, perfectly patient. I have coffee. Do you, do you mind if I get a little more, get a little more comfortable? I don't mean to impose or anything like that. Roll a persuasion check. My goodness. 36. <laughs> I can't. I can't roll better than that. She gives you a wry smile and says, "More comfortable." I don't want to like track the inside into throughout your home. It's kind of rude, honestly. Like starting with his, you know, boots or whatever, and just mm-hmm. take a load off more. I suppose he does, and hopefully he he like prestidigitations his feet so they don't smell. Okay, <laughs> and um. I've always, I mean, I've always been interested in like different histories and different cultures and whatnot. And perhaps, I mean, I am a, I am a bard by trade as most, most people might not believe it, but is there any like 
culture or music you would like to, you could impart on me or anything like that. Any kind of wisdom. And he gives her like a wry smile back just because like, you know, she seems relaxed and kind of cool with it. Hmm. Roll another persuasion check. Okay. 26. To tell you the truth, I've always been curious of the music from your homeland. Oh. As they do not typically intertwine with the history of my own. I'm curious to see how those musics could intertwine. Well, if you don't mind, it might take a while, but I could show you um, or perform a few things from my neck of the woods. We have all night. And that's where we're going to end this episode of This Is Gonna Hurt. But Craig, I will tell you and only you what happens. Because tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. you head back to the arena. Okay. Junta and Korath, at some point, you gather that Windar is... Oh no, yeah. As soon as, soon as I get down, I tell Korath he's going to be a while we should go. Got it. You do so. So thank you so much for tuning in, listeners. Alex and Steve left. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm sorry it took so long. Don't we be. love you guys. I rolled a die. I rolled a 19. Yes. Next week, we will hopefully see the encounter of Dira versus somebody. And Dira and Window. <laughs> so see you next week. Peace. Bye. Bye. Hello everyone, we'd just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you, so thank you to Austin, Don't Hate the DM, Gage, JJ, Joe, Jordan, Justin, Kim, Nathan, Nextscope7, Neil, Phil, and Trevor. Thank you for all your support and helping us to keep this podcast going.